Hey, yo, 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 yo. It's the Great Debate Show. Jarvis Jeffries, Terrence Smith, Nick Ely. We in the building. Yeah. Back, better than ever, baby. My man St. Nick, T-Smooth, and I'm hey. old JJ. This is the Great Debate <laughs> Show, which is available wherever you get your podcast. Download, subscribe, so you can be notified for every new episode of the Great Debate Show from we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon. I mean, a new, what is it called again? Um, something. The Amazon Music, Amazon thing, the app, all of that stuff, yeah. man. We're on it everywhere you get your podcast. It's the Great Debate Show. And to, today we have a good one for you. Uh, week three has officially begun. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns on Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime Video. And we've got all the week three games, the rest of week three games on Sunday's NFL Slate. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a pretty good week. It looks like it in football, and let's see how many more upsets we get going. Uh, or, or are these teams gonna show us who's real and who's not? It, it takes time for us to find out who is who, because it's still so early in the season. But first, we want to talk about the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, guys. I think we all went with the Cleveland Browns to win this football game. On our last episode, and we were all right. The Cleveland Browns did win 20. Well, it was 23. Then they <laughs> then they had that. They had no, it that. was definitely 29. Yeah, I'm sorry, Nick. It was definitely 29. Um, uh, Nick, I'm going to let you explain if you would care to. But, yeah, why he's so upset about that 29 that the Cleveland Browns got. Yeah. But, yeah, they get the Because they suckered me. The fan duel sucking me in. That's what happened. They yeah. put the Pat McAfee. Special boost up. It was like plus 800 odds. Uh, Najee Harris to score a touchdown. Check. Nick Chubb to score a touchdown. Check. Pittsburgh Steelers to cover plus seven and a half. Yep. Score was 23 to 17. The clock is basically run out. Clock has run out. And the Steelers are playing the lateral game. Najee Harris allows the ball back to an offensive lineman who doesn't catch it. Ball goes into the end zone. Browns recover for a touchdown hmm. and now win by twelve as opposed to six. Mm-hmm. And I don't and I don't win four hundred dollars. And you don't four fifty. Four fifty. Don't forget the fifty. But that that is when you get my money back. Oh well, that's right. Okay. Four hundred dollars over yeah, one so. damn play that should have never happened. I wonder why that happened. And I understand everybody that watched the game is gonna say, well, they had to give themselves a chance. They had a shot. But for it to end up as a touchdown for Cleveland. That didn't have to happen. It did because there was a lot of people that bet what Nick Ely, old St. Nick over here bet. You knew I was going to say it. That's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. These guys see it. The house always wins. And they saw it, and they said, huh, oh, $400, huh, Nick? Eh, give me that. You thought you had $400. They do us like that every time. And, you know, like, gambling can be addicting, though, you know, because we get those wins, and, oh, man, I've seen all of you guys win, Terrence. Woo-wee, that, yeah. that, the NBA Finals, a playoffs, boy, you were smoking hot. Hey, I was hot, man. Nick, y'all yeah, seen I was you? Hot, I was hotter than Steph. Yeah, you, were, you, you was hotter than Steph 
you were hotter than Steph with that prop bet that night and that series. And then, Nick, I've seen yours as well. You kind of penny pinch them like I do as well. And then, y'all know what I did last football season. I mean, it, it speaks yeah. for itself. So, oh, no, I, was, I was smacking back during the uh, NFL playoffs this past year. You were too. This is the reason yeah, why I, we I, keep I, coming I went back. on a tear. Yeah, but see, this is the reason why we keep coming back. And they know that, but they get us every time with look. BS like that right there, Nick. I feel for you, man. I hate it. And T, the wor- you had the worst last week. You know, like we saw what that ticket yeah. was. You know, if you if the Ravens had hadn't have had that meltdown against the Dolphins. So, but this is how it goes. Uh, just wanted to let everybody know. Let the let the listeners know why t- uh, Nick doesn't like that twenty nine that they got. Twenty nine seventeen is Nick, the victory. What, what was your What was your reaction, Nick, as you saw this play unfolding? Hmm. Oh, I was like, I was like barely, really, we been watching it at that point because the Browns, of course, had um had punted the ball away. So okay, the Steelers are gonna, you know, they'll throw the ball up, they'll do whatever. Cool. I'm I'm trying to load the app so I can wait to see the bet clear so I can count my money. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking, I look up, and I'm hearing, you know, and the Browns are gonna score a touchdown. That's what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> and I look up, and and, and this, whoever it was, this award, somebody's following the ball. In the end zone. And I'm watching the replay. Like, bro, why did you even do that? <laughs> oh, what did you think was going to happen? Oh, that man, man probably had some incentives to get to get paid uh, for scoring a touchdown. So, you know, it's easy money for him. Unfortunately, you know, oh, we know what it does to, you know, to us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Pat look, McAfee, we got beef. This is really. Put the boost on the bed. Yeah. This is me in. Look, I, I mean, it might have not been the same amount that Terrence was going to win last week, but this is still a little bit but more. It hurts. It hurts, and it's a little more funnier to me this week with you, Nick. And I'm not laughing at y'all. I promise you I'm not. I'm laughing with it's you. It's all good if you are. It's, 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 it's part of it. <laughs> because Those of us that sign up to do this, it, it's part of it. I mean, because of just how it happened. It's the, the game is pretty much over. It's not even a play play. It's a kick. It's special teams. It's a special teams play. And they just, I mean, ESPN, ESPN has a whole segment uh, during every week called Bad Beat. Where Scott, uh, where, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Scott Van Pelt. Basically, just shows all the wild stuff that happens that puts puts you on one side or the other of the line. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It is. So, so, so Jarvis is laughing at you, but ESPN is also laughing at you. Oh man, yeah. they they ESPN, are. ESPN fan doing all, all of Vegas yeah. is yucking it up. Oh, they can't breathe. They're laughing so hard, you would think they're at a Dave Chappelle show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They cutting up right now, <laughs> but man, damn, Nick, damn. Let's get into these games, though, man. First, I'm gonna give you. I want to hear y'all, your both of your takes on uh, Thursday night football. Browns get the win. They should be three and zero, in my opinion. They gave that game to Flacco and the Jets last week, but they are three. They are two and one, and the Steelers are now one and two. Your take on this game and what to expect from these teams later in this season. Yeah, so this was—I mean, it was wild, kind of. You know, in the, in the beginning, it, it kind of started at a crawl. Uh, you know, it was late in the first quarter before they even put the first first points on the board with Amari Cooper. But then the second kind of went crazy. Uh, you know, they ended up with with a total of four touchdowns in the first half. Mister um, Bisky, of course, you know, still looked like an average quarterback. Jacoby Brissett looked uh, just at average, maybe slightly above average quarterback. Uh, but he's got more talent on his side, and that really was kind of the difference in the game. Uh, still, you could definitely tell they missed T.J. Watt. Uh, you know, his his presence for the pass rush would have definitely made a difference, I think. Um, but past that, I mean, you know, Nick Chubb is a, is a monster. Like he put up 100 and some odd yards, and, or 113 yards, and he ended up with him touchdown. Mm-hmm. Mark Cooper had his first good game as a Brown, seven catches for 100 yards. He did. And a touchdown. 
Um, so, you know, it's uh, it was just one of those things where the Browns just clearly showed they were the better team. And uh, that's that's where I leave that one. Yeah. Uh, T? <laughs> yeah, I mean, anytime, anytime two of the AFC North teams are beating up on each other, it, uh, it makes me happy. But um, I'm actually kind of impressed with Brissett. I didn't think that he would. Brissett's never been a bad player. I just, I'm very surprised that he is leading this team the way he is. Hold on one second, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to sneeze on the podcast, but he hit me as <laughs> soon as I started talking. I tried to so, fight so, it as best I could. Sometimes it doesn't but, uh, need to do about it. No, mm-mm. he is leading a team as, as as best as he could and probably better than a lot of people, including myself, thought that he would. Uh, like you said, they should have been the Jets. They very well should be 3-0. and and you look and you look around the AFC North, and you know, Pittsburgh, Baltimore gave up a huge lead to Miami. I don't want to talk too much about that, but that leaves them at one and one and one. Uh, Cincinnati is zero and two, and they just beat uh, and they just beat Pittsburgh. So right now, Cleveland is in control of the division, even though they should be three and zero, and they should have complete control of the division. And this is before the quarterback even gets back. So we won't even have to talk about Deshaun Watson coming back uh, because AFC North looks to be. Maybe having a down year, especially with Pittsburgh not being the team that a lot of us thought they would be, uh, given that T.J. Watt is out and that defense is just not. It's a good defense still. Without T.J. Watt, it's not a great defense. And the offense is just abysmal. So uh looks like this could be a down down year for Pittsburgh. But you just got to tip your cap to Cleveland, man, because nobody expected them to be 2-1 and one at this point. I think one of you guys may have said they would be. Uh, but I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't think they would be a really good team. But they they are showing you that they can win some games, and they're, and they're not going to go away, even though Deshaun Watson is not there. I'm pretty sure that was me that said that. Yeah, but it's also I also I have to say this. I tried to tell everybody that Baker Mayfield was the problem. Yeah, you it did. was Baker. You have. He's not good. You have, and it's showing now in Carol in Carolina. <laughs> He's not good. He's not. He's not. He's not. Nope. Uh, You know, I just find it funny that they say all these things about a lot of, and I I hate to go there, but, you know, hey, that's how I show I can do that. Uh, But they say a lot of these things about black quarterbacks, about, hey, he's short, his hand size, his his throwing ability, his leadership skills. And, like, Baker had had none of those. Like, he's not tall. He's not taller than Russell Wilson. He's maybe a little taller than Kyler Murray, but... You know, he's he's maybe six feet. Uh I don't think his measurables are that great. His throwing his throwing power isn't that great. But we didn't hear those things. We no. just all we heard was he's a competitor. He likes to compete. Yeah. Yeah. He's fiery. He's got he's got charisma. Yeah. You know, we heard all we heard all of these things. And it turned uh, into a number one pick. Yeah, and he's not good. Plain and simple. Yeah. Hey, man, no debate here on that, even though I know it's called the Great Debate Show. No debate on that. Um, <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody might debate it somewhere out there. Somebody probably will. Wrong. Somebody probably will. It better not be you, William Jones. You better not debate this one because – Hey, sure don't even thought you have Mr. Bisky right now. Because I find you very credible with your football analysis when we're talking and we're commenting and chatting and you chime in with us, and we appreciate your support, brother. We really do, King. But uh, at the same time, uh, your quarterback takes – on some of these guys, we got to talk about Freezing that. Cold. Yeah, because not only did not, William Jones and I'm and I, I can just say this as if he's on the show because I know he's listening. William, not, he, he, not, we know he's listening. Yes, sir. Not only William did you did you did you um you know say that Trubisky 
is better than what we're saying. He deserves another chance. Watch what he do. You also was saying that Sam Darnold would make a good uh, backup quarterback for us or starter if um, we if Trey wasn't ready or no. You might have didn't say starter, but you were pretty high on Sam Darnold, and I'm like. William, come on, man. Every time I think you know your football, you, you throw me in a loop with that, and with your quarterback takes. And uh, But maybe quarterbacks just isn't your thing. I don't know, William, but no. Trubisky. He'd be a defensive scout. Maybe so. But no, Donald, <laughs> Donald lost his job to Baker Mayfield. Think about that. And Baker Mayfield is bad. We see that now. He's, he, he's not that good. Uh, and then Trubisky, look, he did make some tight throws. He threw, he threw a few on a rope earlier tonight. Yeah. I saw it. But then he comes back to life, and it's like he either hangs in the pocket. He, he hangs in the pocket and he can make a good throw, or he bounces out of the pocket too quick at times, and it's like, dude, you missed this guy, or you missed that guy. Now, he did throw a nice pass to Deontay Johnson. He put that in the bucket, and he did not catch that. That's a drop for Johnson. It was uh, And it was a crucial play because it was a third and three, but they went deep. And um, – but I, I, I like the aggressiveness and how they took that shot. But it, it, was, it was an incomplete pass. But it was because Deontay Johnson dropped it. Trubisky actually put that one in the bucket. You got to hit. You got to you gotta take advantage of those plays because Trubisky is more like a, I'll give you one good pass out of every eight, you know. <laughs> and you got to take advantage of that when he does it. Uh, but his mobility gives them a chance. And. I still think they're going to find a way to win nine, ten games. I said nine, I mean, nine and eight. I still won't be surprised if the Steelers get the nine. They would have if T.J. Watt didn't get hurt. See, the thing with Yeah, no, without that, yeah. Yeah, because that defense is, is still. It's, it's like he's like a poor man's Russell Westbrook. Uh-huh. It's like my analogy. It's like a poor man's Russell Westbrook shooting threes. Because, like, sometimes the worst thing you can have happen is Russell Westbrook to hit one three. Because the next six might hit the top of the backboard. He won't stop shooting him because he hit that one. Yeah, that's kind of Mr. Trubisky. And, and like I said, not to not to the same degree because Russ Allen's a much better basketball player. I was about to say, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you well, said yeah, shoot, yeah, shooting threes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not doing that to Russ. Yeah, that was just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying it, it's kind of that same principle. Mr. Biscuit's not the worst thing. Even on on the throw that I was talking about near the end of the game, where he hit the tight end uh, in, in between two defenders, his very next throw, he actually threw a pick, but the guy's uh, right foot landed out of bounds when he first when he first picked it off. And like it's like that's just Mr. Bisky in a bottle. To make one throw to make you go, damn, that was a nice throw. And then the next one is like, what were you doing? That's that's what happens. Yep. Pretty much. Pretty much, Nick. I agree. Uh good analysis as well. Uh okay, so the Thursday night football game, it's a wrap. Cleveland Browns, two and one, Pittsburgh Steelers, one and two. All right. Sunday. Oh man, man, man. Sunday, 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 fun day. Baltimore Ravens at the New England Patriots. Terrence, I'll let you start. What do you got? Who hey, you got? This is uh, – <laughs> uh, I'm not saying this because of my personal feelings. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that this will be a revenge game, quote-unquote. I expect to see more than likely a lot of blitzing. Uh, they're going to try to get to Matt Jones. I do think Baltimore – I think they're a three-point three point favorite, which – and it's eight points out says all the time. A three point favorite at home means it's pretty much an even game. Two and a half. So I'm not uh, three and a half. Okay. Two well, and a half. Three and a half last week, but two I don't talk about that either. Two, two and a half. They're two and a half this week. Yeah. So it's even more of a toss up. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to roll with the Ravens. Lamar Jackson has been on a complete roll, and I just don't think that the Patriots have the offense to. Uh, and it's weird to say about, very weird to say about my Ravens is that a team doesn't have the offense to beat them. But I don't think the Patriots have the offense to beat them. Patriots will have the offense to beat most people, so I'm going to ride with you on that. Uh, <laughs> good point. <laughs> um, let, let me sound smart sometimes, okay? Right. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I, I'm I'm also going to ride with the Ravens. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I think, you know, right back to what I said, I think Lamar Jackson for the season started to win the MVP. He has made, made me think anything different. Like I said, you know, the loss last week notwithstanding, that's not on him. Uh, you know the Ravens really should be uh, should be two and zero at this point, and uh, you know looking to go looking to go three and zero. But that being said, I, I'm I'm picking them definitely like you said to have kind of a revenge game, show up and uh, and uh, atone for last week. Yeah, uh, well you know I was saying earlier in the show, guys, that um, well I think I might have said it on the show. I might have been before the show, but that Baltimore Raven at Patriot game where the Patriots are plus one twenty four. And it looks very, very tempting. That's all it is for me. It's just tempting. They want me to do it. They want me to. They want me to, you know, end up like Terrence last Sunday and Nick to <laughs> on Thursday night, and 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 you know, just take a nosedive. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna ride with my guys here, my co-hosts, and I'm gonna say that the uh, Ravens are gonna win this one too, even though it is tempting. Again, guys, if you're in a parlay, ladies and gentlemen. If you want a nice four or five leg parlay though, and you want to actually just throw no more than 10, 15 bucks on it, well, it may need to be six or seven leg. I'm not sure. But whatever you want to do, switch it up and throw the Patriots on one of them just to be on the safe side. I mean, it's, it is plus 124, and the Patriots, we still don't know what to think of them yet. But it's a trap. And it, I think it, I do think it's a trap. But I will say this though, I will say this. It's not easy to come back from a meltdown like the Ravens just had on Sunday against the Dolphins. It's not easy. And they could come out there flat, and that's all Belichick needs is for you to be a little flat, and he can take it from there because he's very, very knowledgeable when it comes down to the game of football and how to stop an offense. And um, But I just think Lamar will still be too much in the end. He'll have a good game plan, but there's just no game plan for what Lamar and his legs can do when he has to do it. I'm taking the Ravens as well. Okay, guys. I, that might be when I actually push uh, push the line up a little bit. I might push. Is that two and a half? I might push that one to six and a half. Hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, Even though yeah, last yeah. time I said that the Cowboys won a game, so you know. Oh yeah, that's right. No, no baptizing. And don't jinx my Ravens like you jinxed uh, Cincinnati. <laughs> you just made me. <laughs> when you said the Cowboys, you made me think of Cooper Rush, and I had a Jamatria. I had a good Jamatria. Uh, oh man, I. I didn't. I don't have it right now, man. I forgot. I have a good stat for you in Gematria. It was in, it was concerning Cooper Rush, who got a win with the Cowboys on Sunday, and later in the week, even though it's another week of the football season, Amari Cooper had a good game in Cleveland, and it was the week of the Coops in Cooper. If you look up Cooper in Gematria. I can't think of the number it equals up to right now, but if that stuff is real, and sometimes I wonder if it is or not, but for the most part, it seems like it is. Those two had good games in the same week because of something in equals or whatever in Cooper. It was just a good week of the Coopers. And uh, anyway, uh, moving on, this is a game, ladies and gentlemen, that I think is very, very tricky. 
very, be very, very, very careful with this game right here if you're betting. The Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins, both teams at 2-0. The Buffalo Bills we know are on fire. But after watching what the Miami Dolphins done last week in Baltimore, like how many points do the Bills have to score before we officially say, okay, this game is over? And I know it's the Bills. But, guys, in Miami, do the Dolphins have a chance against the Buffalo Bills here on Sunday? Terrence, I'm going to start with you. Uh, they do have a chance. First and foremost, it's a division game. And those division games, uh, you know, no matter how much better the one team might be than the other, the the underdog always has a chance because they, they see each other so much twice a year that they're looking enough to make the playoffs sometimes three times. But you can, you can pencil them in for two times a year. So they do have a chance. In this particular game, I am not going to pick, a, pick against Buffalo, like I said last week, until I see somebody that can beat them and can, and can keep up with them. I don't think that I, – I, I think the, the worst-case scenario for Miami is that they threw their best punch at Baltimore last week and it landed. Buffalo is going to see those best punches, and they have a better – they're better equipped to stop those punches later in games. So I don't, I don't want Miami to get in the habit of getting down in games and thinking they can just run by people late. They won't be the case. And Buffalo has a much better pass rush. Uh, they just have a much better defense top to bottom than Buffalo than, than Baltimore does. And I think that would be the difference because, of course, Miami can run. Right? We know that. We knew that coming into the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Buffalo is a totally different beast. Absolutely the most complete team in the, in the league. And I just don't think that Miami in this particular game will have the ability to keep up with them. All right, we got to stop letting Terrence go first because he's taking all my takes. Mm. But uh, <laughs> that's what you get. Pow, pow. <laughs> but uh, the take yeah, taker. Not, not, not to sound like a broken record, but I'm uh, I'm gonna go with Buffalo, and you know, like Terrence said, until somebody knocks them off, or, or you know, they face the Chiefs or somebody that that looks the part, you know, in a strong way to me. Uh, I'm, you can pretty much book that for every week. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Buffalo. Uh, you know, Josh Allen to this point, you know, looks like he's starting his MVP campaign. Uh, the defense, as Terrence said, is is one of the best in the league. Uh, you know, Von Miller uh, clearly still hasn't lost a step. I think he's what ten, twelve years in the league at this point. Man, he looks as 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 prime uh, he like as, 40, as he ever has. Old. Yeah, man. And uh, so, uh, I'm convinced it's the Colorado weed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. The time in Denver was good to him. It was it was therapeutic. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't say he paid though. <laughs> Peyton Nick got tired of holding the head of his up. Anyways, uh, <laughs> he did have the neck injuries. That was we gonna cut that out. That's a fair dog. No, 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 it's in there. <laughs> that head got me because of the juice. <laughs> oh God, I'm going to hell for that one. All right, um, but uh, yeah, so I'm sticking with the Bills, and uh, you know. That's that's kind of that on that. I I, I think I'll take the points on it as well. They are five and a half points. So I'd probably take that. Okay. All right. Well, you know, guys, I'm the one who will be different at times, and this will be the time. I'm gonna be a little different here, even though I love the Buffalo Bills. I love me some Josh Allen. I love me some Stephon Diggs. Singletary, Von Miller, everybody else is relevant now on the pass rush. In the pass rush game, I mean, because of Von Miller, with all the attention he's getting, man, the Bills are the shit right now. However, this is the time for the Dolphins to pull it off. Before they have to go to Buffalo when it's cold, they got 
Buffalo right now at home, and it's still hot as hell in Miami. How about the Dolphins pull the – I guess this will be an upset because Buffalo is favored to win this game by five and a half on the spread, and there's an over-under of 52 and a half. The money line, minus 220 for Buffalo, plus 184 for Miami. I'm going to take that plus 184, and my reason for it, even though I know I said Buffalo's only going to lose about two or three games this season, this is going to be one of them. Maybe. Maybe not. Because I think Buffalo could go about 10-0 before they actually lose. However, looking at the Dolphins, they're hot. They're on a roll. They've made a run. And I think, like, they could keep that going at home. The Buffalo Bills have beaten the Miami Dolphins seven straight times. And if I stand correct in Gematria, from what I know, they usually cut things off at that seven-game win streak. I could be wrong. I'm going to go with Miami. I'm not telling you I'm not putting Buffalo on one of my parlays now. I, I'm no fool. But I'm telling you, don't be surprised that Miami wins this game. I'll be different here, and I'll take Miami. All right. Um, yeah, and I just I just wanted to say also, Nick, you were talking about MVP. Um uh, Man, I want to throw some MVP love to Stephon Diggs because that dude has been unreal. He's been unreal really since he got to Buffalo. He seems to be even better this year. Yes, sir. And and and, and as good as he is, he he absolutely makes uh, Josh Allen that much better. I'm not saying Josh Allen shouldn't get the MVP, mm-hmm. but I just want to throw some MVP love to Stephon Diggs. Lastly, on this one, uh, we were talking about Peyton. Did you guys see Eli? Uh, go try out for Penn State. I did see that as uh, uh, Chad Powers. Chad Powers, that was hilarious. I did not. I, I, did, I, did, I didn't see the conclusion. So how did that? I mean, I'm assuming at some point they did a reveal. I was like, hey, he revealed it. Yeah, he he stood in front of the team, revealed, and and, uh, and they got a good kick out of it. Yeah. So I mean, like like like, did it seem like it was legit? Like like everybody was actually no, it was legit, man. They 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 did his. They did a whole like plaster for him, man. He did not look like Eli at all. I mean, from the video I saw, he he looked like him other than the, the mustache and the, and the hair. Yeah, once they showed his face, like he looked like I don't know how to explain how he looked. He didn't he didn't look like Eli. That hair was ridiculous too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like I said, I, I saw, it was like a, like a three minute video they had on online. Yeah, um, yeah that was pretty funny. Was, uh, that's why I said I didn't see the uh, I didn't see the whole. Chad Powers. They fans yeah. run fast. <laughs> right. Wow. He, he, ran like a, he, he ran like a five, four, eight or something. A five ninety, I think. <laughs> hey it man, was, it was it was bad. Those Eli's are funny, man. Those are some funny guys, and they really should probably think about going into stand up. They really are funny. Uh, we gotta yeah, keep it. We gonna keep it pushing though. We got the Saints at the Panthers. Ah, uh, this we shouldn't be long on this one though, guys. Nick, I'll let you go first since since uh, since Terrence is stealing all your takes. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I would even say furthermore, there's, there's a lot of value in this game. Uh, they've got it, got it pretty close. Saints, uh, Saints minus two and a half at the Panthers, uh, but they got them as a minus one forty eight on the money line. So I think that's, there's some good value in that if you want to get a money line play on the Saints. Uh, that, that shouldn't be a surprise that I'm taking the Saints. It looks like Alvin Kamara may be on track to be back this week, uh, as well as another player. I, I think I saw that was uh, on track to be back, uh, on track to be able, be able to play. Uh, I can't remember who it is offhand, but I don't have a Camaro with one of them. And, uh, you know, as we said, Baker Mayfield is not good. Um, he's going to continue to look not good. 
And so I'm, I'm going to go with the Saints. <laughs> well, y'all, here we go again. I have no rhyme or reason, but I just feel like Carolina is going to pull out the upset of the week. I'm rolling with the Panthers in a field goal fest, and I'll give them like 15 to 12. Hmm. It'll be some old, some kind of weird number there where there's just a bunch of field goals. Uh, we might even get like a trick play score or something from Carolina, but I just have a feeling that Carolina's going to pull out a very, very tough game. Uh, I don't want to say 15, 12, maybe, maybe 18, 15, you know, something like that. Like it's going to be a weird yeah. number in there, yeah. a low scoring game, but Carolina will pull it out. Yeah. Hey man, I, I wouldn't doubt it at all. Uh, again, realistically, I would say you're crazy and they're not going to win, but I don't think it's real. So I definitely think you got a shot with this. And ladies and gentlemen, last week, uh, Terrence, he hit some upsets. I mean, he hit some upsets for your ass. It was pretty and good. I bet on just the upsets, I actually would have made a couple of dollars. I just didn't do it. And that's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. It hey, is crazy. T, that, that is, is crazy. crazy. Yeah, because you nailed them. I mean, we were like, and y'all say, I need drug testing, huh? This man said the Jets are going to be Pull the Pull the cup out. Pull the cup out. Pull the cup out. But then you were right, though. Hey, the Jets. Jarvis, we got to do them like a... Uh, we got to do them like Bubba Ray and D-Bar, man. Smack him on the chest. Nick. Right, <laughs> right. <drug> test. <laughs> <laughs> right. For certain, man. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, everything that you're saying, the it, it it's usually the games that you think is a lock that won't be a lock. So, I wouldn't doubt it at all. I'm going to go Saints, of course, just because I just I, – I don't think it will happen. But I definitely can see what you're saying that can happen because Carolina does have to win at some point, right? I mean, unless Absolutely. they're just, unless, yeah, unless they're just gonna just shit on Baker Mayfield all year, which I doubt. He's got to get a win here somewhere, and at some point he's gonna pull a tough win out somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He, and, and he is a gamer. He he does have a little moxie. Yeah, he's just yeah. not a great QB. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. Okay, we're gonna move on. Terrence just pulled off his first upset. He has Carolina over New Orleans, and mine, which. I don't even know if it's really an upset, but I picked the Dolphins over the Bills. I know the it's Bills. Absolutely upset. It's absolutely an upset. I, absolutely. I mean, it is an yeah, upset, yeah. but absolutely. That's an upset. After what they did last week. That's, a, that's an upset. Okay. All right. Uh, keep in I th- mind. I, th- I think I think most people. I, I, I would. I definitely am included in it. I would think you probably would be too. Put the Bills on another level than than really any other team in the league, upset other than maybe the Chiefs. Yeah. But on or, every, the, or maybe even the Eagles. I said they are the new Chiefs, so I agree. But on every, on any given Sunday, anything can happen. And I say the Dolphins can get this win. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but I'm going to pick them, and I think they can do it. Remember, this is Brian Flores' defense, and that defense is still pretty damn good. Uh, I know they allowed some points last week, but that's Lamar Jackson. All right? They started to shut something down, though, in order for them to come back. You can't come back on a team if they keep scoring points. You have to opt. Keep scoring. The Ops stopped scoring. So they were getting some stops while they kept scoring, and they came back. So let's say the defense didn't look good the first half, but something definitely changed in the second. Uh, So we've already picked a few games here. Okay. Here's a good one here. Well, to me it is. Uh, Nick, I'm going to let you go first again on this one, and then we'll go back to T. Real quick. Kansas City Chiefs at the Indianapolis Colts. The Kansas City Chiefs, five and a half. 
on the spread, over under 50 and a half, and they are a minus 260 on the money line. That's what it says from our good friends at FanDuel. How you how you feeling on this one, Nick? Uh, the, the Chiefs, like, as I mentioned, are the only, one of the few teams that I would put in the same category with the uh, with the Buffalo Bills, and so and the Colts are what oh one and one at this point. Yes, I'm rolling with the Chiefs and I'm taking the points. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't seem to doesn't seem to miss Tyreek Hill quite all that much. Uh, doesn't seem to really have many problems moving the ball down the field. And so if he's going to continue to do that, then I'm not really going to bet against him. Uh, so I'm going, I'm going Kansas City, and I'm going by more than five and a half. Mm-hmm. Of course you are, Nick. Of course you are. T. I have no faith in the Colts. Right. I have no faith in the Colts. I have zero faith in the Indianapolis Colts. Right. With that being said, let me have Kansas City, and then we can start talk about you know it's, at some point it's going to be time for some of these coaches to be on the hot seat. Yeah. And I don't know if I don't know if if, if what is it right? I want to make sure I say that right. That's right. Rick, right. Frank, Frank Reich. Okay. Right. I don't know if Frank Reich is going to be uh, first on the list, and I like Frank Reich. I think he's good. I think he was our defensive coordinator for a minute, so I I, I like the guy. Uh, but I I I think that at some point some of these coaches are going to have to be on the hot seat because it's just not working. It didn't work across the lens. It's not working with Matt Ryan. At some point, it's not the quarterback. It's the system. Mm-hmm. Until I see otherwise, it's the system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, man, you're about right. Um, I don't know what's going on with Matt Ryan either. The Colts are not what we expected them to be. I think all three of us picked them to win the AFC South, did we? Not? Did we? We did. We did. I think so, yes. And so with that being said, and I always did say watch the Houston Texans, though. Because I know they haven't, they have not gotten a win yet. But Lovey Smith and their defense is stout and stingy, and Davis Mills isn't that bad. I would just tell you that Russell Wilson finally made a play somewhere here or there, and Denver got the win. Uh, they didn't lose to the Colts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb here, and I'm gonna take the Indianapolis, the Indianapolis Colts on this one. I know this is crazy, and it's a bold prediction, but that's what I do here on the Great Debate Show. I'll, I'll do it. I'll jump out the window, and at plus 215, I'm taking the Colts because they have to win at some point, just like we were just talking about where Terrence just picked the Carolina Panthers to win. They're 0-2. Baker's got to do something, so I can see Terrence being right on this. Right here, I'm taking the Colts because they are starting to trash Matt Ryan. They're going to start booing and everything, but at 0-2, in that Lucas Oil field, I think it's going to be rocking. I think the Chiefs are coming in hot. They are red hot. But I think the Colts can cool them off here a little bit because they need a win. They've got to find this win. If they go 0-3, it could be over for them. It could be a wrap. Somebody's got to put their foot down in the AFC South, and I'm looking for somebody that's the, that's to do the it. That's the thing, though. It, it kind of really wouldn't be over because, the, the, I mean, the best team in the division right now is arguably the Jaguars. That's like Texas, I think. Well, I you, think the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are two and one. You're not wrong. No, no, the Jaguars. I mean, two, I mean one and one. Excuse me, one and one. No. Okay, yeah, they're one and one. That's right. But I'm just saying, like, you're right to a certain extent. I'm just saying that at zero and three, zero and three is still zero and three, and it doesn't look good. It almost looks like, man, the season is gonna be over if you don't get a win here. So I just think this week could be the week. 
And wouldn't it be one hell of a win if they can pull it off their first win of the season, beating the Kansas City Chiefs? I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. For some reason, I'm looking for Patrick Mahomes to just lay an egg somewhere on the road in a hostile environment. And I thought that would be Arizona to start the season off. It would have been a great – but, of course, yeah, I was dead wrong on that. But Kyler Murray, he just showed up a week late to do what I expected him to do. He just did it a week later. But I'm, I'm taking the Colts even though I know they're not the better team. I'm taking the Colts, though, because the Chiefs' defense still isn't that good. It's better than what I imagined, but it's still not that good. At some point, Matt Ryan has to make some plays. He doesn't have to make many. He just needs Jonathan Taylor to get it going. I don't know what's been going on. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, I haven't watched too many uh, Indianapolis Colts games. But I'm going to tune in this one and see what I can see that's wrong with the Colts. I think they get this win here. I won't be surprised if they do it. Plus 215, y'all got to take a shot at it. All right, keeping it moving. The Lions at the Vikings. Terrence, who you got? You know what? Uh, I want to go with the Vikings. I really do appreciate what they did in week one. But they looked really, really bad in week two, and that may have given teams a blueprint. The Detroit Lions are a tough team. I know that they are a, what, five-and-a-half-point underdog against the Vikings. But I'm, I'm going to, once again, roll with the Lions because I just think that people are consistently underestimating them, and they are going to surprise a lot of people this year. I'm not saying they're going to, be a, they're going to have a great record at the end of the year, but they're going to be some of your favorite teams because they can do that. I'm going with the Lions. Yeah. yeah, we could have waited one more game before we let Terrence go first because he kind of took my upset of the week. Uh, that was my pick. I'm, I'm going with the Lions. I be damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with the Lions, man, to, to pull this one off. And just for the reasons that Terrence said, uh, I, you know, Vikings definitely did look good in week one. But, uh, you know, week two, I mean, you know, obviously the Eagles look to be one of the superior teams in the league. Uh, and I, don't, I have, certainly have no qualms with saying that. Uh, but by the same token, you know, the Vikings uh, play calling look very un- uninventive and, and uninventive and not creative, uh, you know. And so, uh, seeing that they kind of fell into a pattern and the Eagles were able to kind of shut it down. And I think the Lions are, are well coached and they're motivated to to not look like the Lions that they have been for quite some time. Uh, so, I think this will be, you know, this will be a week where they'll be able to show that. And uh, so, I'm, I'm picking them to go into Minnesota and, and take care of business. Well, if you guys are right, hey, that's a plus 198 over there. Yeah. Or at least to go with the plus five and a half on the spread. Uh, but, yeah, hey, look, I hear what you guys are saying. And I, I've been drinking the Lion Kool-Aid for the past two weeks. You know, I like, seriously, I actually thought the Lions could have beat your Eagles week one. And then I picked them again in week two to beat Washington. And we were all right on that one. I want to get with you guys on this one too bad because I'm feeling the Lions. But I think the Vikings – I think they get this win coming back home. Minus 240 is what I'm looking at at home. Uh, that offense, I think they kind of get back to what they did in week one against Green Bay here. Home, Their home stadium is their Terradome. Bank, uh, Mall of America field. I think they'll be all right. Be all right. And um, the Detroit Lions are good. But I'm going to go with the uh, Vikings to bounce back on this one here at home. Justin Jefferson just was a non-factor last week. I just think somehow, someway he, he gets back uh, to his – to his A game. All right, Eagles. Yeah, I think the Vikings have to figure their run game out. They just have not looked good on the ground. Uh, They've got to get that figured out. That that does need to improve. It, it definitely does. And when you've got a Dalvin Cook, 
if you can't get that to work, then I'm kind of like a top five running back, man. You got to get that figured out. That's what I'm saying. With a top five back in the league, if you can't figure it out, I'm kind of like Ricky Ricardo. Lucy, you've got some explaining to do. For real. <laughs> um, uh, Nick, I'll let you start with this one since it's your team. Uh, we got the Eagles at the Commanders, and uh, the Eagles are minus 295. I'm going Eagles. Eagles with the points. They go into Washington and and visit Carson Wentz and uh, you know show them a little love. So uh, I, I think the Eagles <laughs> can go in there and uh, and this may this may be another one of those games where it gets gets out of hand. Uh, you know, could could be looking at a 17, 21, 24 point point victory for the Eagles. So uh, you wow. know, I'm proud of what, what we look so far, and I don't I don't see it slowing down. I, I read a story a little earlier today about. How kind of some tension, you know, started to develop in the quarterback room after they drafted after the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts. Of course, while Carson Wentz was still the guy there, uh, it was like you know less than a year after they had given him his his extension. Um, and so it seemed like everybody kind of kind of saw the writing on the wall for quite some time that you know Jalen Hurts really could be the guy. And uh, he, you know, this second year as as the full time starter, so far he's proven it. And uh, so I I, I expect it to continue. Um. These games, again, division games, right, they're always tricky. And I was hearing a guy talk today about how he felt like the uh, Washington formerly that other team, man, <laughs> now the Commanders, have kind of always given the Eagles a tough go. Nick, do you, do you have any, anything to add to that as far as the, the, Washington, the, the, the Washington team uh, kind of like you said, having the Eagles number over the years, is that any truth to that? Well, I, I don't know if there's necessarily truth in them just having our number per se, uh, but certainly the division games are always, you know, they are, there's always kind of a toss-up, you know, there's, there's usually a lot of history between the teams, obviously they, you know, play twice a year, um, and so when you have people, you have veteran players, the guys that have been with the team for some time, then, you know, they've, they've seen a lot of each yeah. other, and uh, not to mention, you know, you never know the college connections and th- different things of that nature, so uh, you know, I, I I definitely do see the possibility of a closer game than than what I expect, um, just because it is a division game. But uh, I'm I'm not too uncomfortable with, with picking us to win this one by more than a touchdown. I got you. Yeah, I'm rolling with the Eagles, man. From what I've seen so far, they're just too good. Uh, I don't think Washington just they just don't have enough explosiveness to compete with the Eagles. I do like Washington to try to make it tough, but the Eagles will probably pull away late. Uh, I can see this being a I don't know, maybe a 31-21 game or something where the Eagles, again, pull away late late third, fourth quarter. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going with the Eagles. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the Great Debate Show, <laughs> which is available wherever you get your podcast, download and subscribe. Uh, we appreciate you. Thanks for the support. Uh, can you all tell from last season to this season the difference can you hear the arrogance in Nick Ely's voice this season? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you we're hear it? We're the most superior teams in the league. Uh, and, and look, I know we're I not. Mean, is we're is not, that not what we look like? We're not, <laughs> we're not live. I mean, no, hold on. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're wrong or nothing. I'm just, I'm just, I just wanted to know what the listeners think right now. I'm sure there's somebody saying right now, yeah, yeah, Nick, he, he didn't got cocky this season. I mean, it, we can't even see. You can't even see Nick as he's speaking, but I'm sure you can picture him standing up with his, held, with his head held high and his chest out. You know, that's what I mean, it's, and it's, and that green. I can see that green. And that green. Well, you know, me and that squad got the juice, man. They got the juice. You know, you got to you got to enjoy it. Arrogant as hell, man. Just like a Kobe fan. 
But anyway, I'm taking yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. When we had the juice, I was like, yeah, y'all finna get it this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm taking the Eagles as well. I mean, I don't like Carson Wentz. Y'all know that. I mean, not that I don't like him. I'm just, I don't believe in him anymore. I've lost all faith in him. Although Matt Ryan's not doing any better in Indy, but I don't care for Carson Wentz. I'm taking the Eagles as well. Keeping it moving, keeping it moving. All right, here's a battle here of the, one thing's for sure, because this is a battle of two 0-2 teams. When this game is over, unless it's a tie, somebody will be a winner. They will finally win a game this season. Las Vegas Raiders at the Tennessee Titans. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Okay, all right. Uh, am I going first with this one? Go ahead. Next step out. All right. This is a this is a really intriguing game, not necessarily because of the styles of matchup, but most definitely because of the record. Uh, somebody's going to start off 0-3, and I forgot what the number is of teams after they start 0-3, the percentage of teams that miss the playoffs. I mean, or that make the playoffs, but the number, they don't really make the playoffs after starting 0-3. Uh, with that being said, man, I am actually going to roll with the Las Vegas Raiders here. Uh, from what I've seen from Tennessee, is, is that they're going to have trouble moving the ball down the field. And for some reason, they can just not get Derrick Henry going. Derrick Henry typically starts off slow anyway. First four, three, four, five weeks maybe kind of starts off slow, and then he goes on an absolute tear. Uh, I think last last year he started out early, but, you know, of course that didn't hold up because he got injured. Needless to say, I just think that Las Vegas might have a little bit too much through the air for them, and I, I think they, they might be one of those teams that can definitely take Derrick Henry out of a game because of, how good they can move the ball through the air. So I'm going to roll with the Las Vegas Raiders here. They're going to click on all the cylinders this game and uh, force Tennessee to have to play the pass game more, and it just doesn't bode well for them. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and name this game the Disappointment Bowl game of the week. Uh, you know, these are two teams <laughs> that I think a lot of people kind of had, uh, well, not, not, maybe not so much for the Titans, but definitely for the Raiders, uh, had some you know higher expectations than what they've shown so far. And uh, that being said, I do agree with you, Terrence. I'm going with the Raiders as well. I think they're just a more talented team. You know, obviously the Titans uh, made a, a terrible mistake that I'm very appreciative of them for making um, and trading away A.J. Brown. So, you know, Ryan Tannehill obviously doesn't have the same talent on the outside that he did. And so now, you know, teams are able to focus a lot more on uh, clogging the box and keeping Derrick Henry from getting going. And that's definitely been the case so far the first couple of weeks. Uh, maybe I, I could see a position where he could have a better game, his best game so far of the season uh, this week, but I just don't think it'll be enough to beat the Raiders. Yeah. Um, man, this is a tough one here for me. It is a tough one. It really is. It, 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 it is kind of ugly. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a weird one to try to look at. It's weird. It's weird. Okay, so we I think just... I think, that, I think the line even reflects that. They got Raiders minus one and a half. Um, it's still on only 124, minus 124 on the money line. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, But, guys, that plus 106 for the Titans, usually, and I'm, this is just me now, don't go with what you want. Take this with a grain of salt. But at times, when they have a plus that low, 102, 103, 104, 105, 106, this is 106, there's a chance that the Titans could win this game. And as bad as they were last week, I damn near want to pick the Titans to win this game because they were so bad last week, usually in the league of the NFL on a week-to-week basis. A team that can look terrible one week and come back and win the next. 
pretty much just because you didn't expect it and you didn't bet on it. But man, Taylor Lewan is out. I think. I don't know, I'm not sure if he's out or not. I take that back. I need to look that up. But he's the left tackle for the Tennessee Titans. Yep, and he did get hurt last game. And he did get hurt last game. Man, Tannehill just seems to just be a like a deer in headlights when he loses his blind side tackle. And that's that left tackle, Taylor Lewan. Taylor Lewan really hasn't showed much since he, you know, got caught on the juice or whatever that was that he violated the substance abuse policy with, you know, the PEDs. And uh, he can't seem to stay healthy either. He can't shake the injury bug. Tannehill struggles without him. I'm going to go with the with the Las Vegas Raiders, guys, with you all. But I'm going to say this. If Malik Willis comes in this game and plays, like I can see Tannehill throwing two picks in the first half, hearing the, yeah. boo, hearing the boo birds at Nissan's at Nissan Stadium in Nashville. And then third quarter, you see Malik Willis is the starter. He can do some things. I know he may not be quite ready yet, reading defenses, reading coverage. I'm not sure if he knows all of that yet, but he throws a pretty ball. He looks like a Russell Wilson or somebody. And I know it's easy for Titan fans to say, no, Steve McNair. But he did, he's not quite Steve McNair. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, 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 but either way, this young, thick guy who used to be a running back in high school that people don't know or talk about, if he comes in this game, I got the Titans. Um, but, man, I don't know if he's going to play just yet, even though we know Mike Vrabel is ready to watch him. I'm going to take the Raiders, but I will not be surprised that Malik Willis enters this game and pulls the win out for the Titans. I have both of these teams going 10-7 this year. They got to get some wins here. They got to start getting some wins if that's going to happen. Uh I'll go with the Raiders, but again, that plus 106, guys, I'm, I I will be putting the Titans on one of my parlays. I promise you that. And Malik, if Malik Willis plays, I guarantee they'll win. G- uh, general manager for the Titans, John Robinson, you should be ashamed of yourself because Titan fans have to deal with watching the Titans without A.J. Brown, and he's tearing it up for the Eagles. If he's not tearing it up, somebody else is because of his presence. You dropped the ball there, bro. You just dropped it. Even if the rookie Trey Burks is going to be good, there's nothing to show for it right now on the field. And we just simultaneously watched A.J. Brown help one team and hurt another, which is your team, uh, Robinson, the Titans, at the same damn time. (sighs) Titan fans, they don't deserve this. They really don't. I'm going to go with the Raiders, but Malik – Oh, Malik, if he comes in, tighten up. All right, let's keep it pushing. Texans at Bears. Oh, my God, who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who cares game of the week? Yeah. You did it on purpose. <laughs> I did not, but I just I saw it, and I'm like, man, who cares? <laughs> I don't. But, yeah, well, who, who y'all got, man, real quick? The Bears, I guess. I guess I'll take the Bears, uh, just because I want to see Justin Fields do well. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm back in the Bears. Let's, let's go Bears, Bear down or whatever they say. Respect. Uh, I'm shipping the corn. I'll take the Bears. Mm-hmm. With the Bears heads and tails. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 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 well, whatever side the corn landed on. 
The Bears <laughs> The Bears are so bad though, they're only two and a half at home. They're only two and a half favorite at home. And um man, I'm taking the Texans. The Texans defense is good. And I don't think the Bears offense I don't know what they can do against the Texans. They didn't do anything against the 49ers in week one until they did do it when it mattered. They made a few plays, a few well, blown assignments on the Niners. Well, that because of the field condition. Yeah, that's true. That game almost shouldn't have been played. Almost shouldn't have been played. But the Texans' defense just seems to be a little bit too much from what I've seen so far from the Bears' offense. I would take the Texans on this one, man. Uh, at a plus 122, I know they're on the road, but if it's not cold – Cold yet in in Chicago, which I don't think it is just yet. Um, I think the Texans can pull this off. I'm taking the Texans. All right, we're gonna move on. We got man, we still got some games here, man. Okay, coming up on the one hour mark, Bengals at the Jets. This should be quick, I guess. Bengals finally bounce back and get a win. I'm taking Joe Burrow. Bengals. They sure as hell need it. Yeah, yeah, I'll roll with the I'll roll with the Bengals. No way they start zero three. Bengals as well for me. No way they start 0-3. All right, that was quick. That was good. Um, <laughs> won't we be pissed off if the Jets win this one too? Boy, oh boy. Uh, at a plus, uh, I mean, not at a really, plus 210. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At a, at a plus 210, probably, no, I'm just saying. Probably because probably the Bengals are probably going to find a way after my parlay. But as they say, it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. Yeah. That, that but I, I always say you, got, you have to watch this Cincinnati O-line. They are the second worst unit in all the football. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Jag, Jag, Jaguars at Chargers. Uh, another easy one, Chargers. Yeah, I've heard the Chargers here, but I'm, I'm tempted to pick the Jaguars because I think they might surprise some people this year. But give me the Chargers, man. Justin Herbert. Peter on his rib injury also, do. And we heard anything about his ribs? And I think he did practice today, so. Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard okay, it. So I wonder, about Keenan Allen in his, I think, hamstring. Uh, I have not checked on Keenan Allen. That's a good question. Uh, yeah, you know what? I take, I take that back. Give me the Jaguars. Too many, too many uncertainties. Uh, I'm gonna roll the Jaguars in an upset. At a plus two forty, it could very well happen. Those are some uncertainties. Uh, I need to know more about that too. I mean, I know it's the Chargers, but man, if the quarterback Keenan can't Allen throw also, the ball, Keenan Allen also did practice today. I'm watching him catch a, a slant around now. Who? Uh, Who? Keenan Allen. He did practice today. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But what is the status though on on Herbert? I mean ribs. That's nothing to play with. Like you can't. Herbert was out there throwing him passes. Okay, all right. If he takes one shot though, he could go down and be out. So keep that in mind. Absolutely, gamblers. yeah. So I'm rolling with Jackson. Yeah, keep that in mind, gamblers. Uh, I'm gonna take the Chargers, but I mean, hey, T T could very well be right with the with the Jaguars winning this one. Uh, but I I just something about Herbert. If he can stay in the game, yeah, they've got it. But he could take one good shot to the ribs, and I saw Steve Young plenty of times. Go through this back in the in the mid nineties with the 49ers. And he had a uh he had broken ribs. He was wearing a rib cage, uh, I mean a vest or whatever that covers the rib cage. I mean, he had a lot of stuff going on and he tried to, you know, persevere through all of that. And it's a lot of pain. It was to the point to where he couldn't even hardly breathe. So if he takes one shot, Herbert could be out of this game. But if he's not, yeah, give me the charges. Easy. As Chris Berman used to say, San Diego. Supercharger. I'm going to take them. Atlanta Falcons at the Seattle Seahawks. This should be quick as well. Uh, I'm actually rolling with 
Hey, whoever rolling with here, I think these teams are both uh, bad. It's not great teams, but yeah, man. So, hmm. Give me Seattle. I'll take Seattle. I think they got. I want to roll with Seattle just mainly because of the talent on the outside with Metcalf and uh, Lockett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of thought you made them harder than it had to be. I thought Seahawks was was the obvious answer, uh, just because you know Geno Smith is, is definitely showing a lot a lot more uh, control and poise with his offense than with. Uh, well, I wouldn't say a lot more, but enough more than what Marcus Mariota is, and he's got more talent to work with. So I'm rolling with Seahawks. At home as well. So tough man, you know, get some vibes, and and uh, I think they'll win that one. Weren't, weren't they uh, opposing like in the highs when running against each other? Geno Smith, no, no, Mariota was was him and uh, uh, James Winston. Okay, okay. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons in Week One, they had the New Orleans Saints beat. Can't forget that, but they lost. You know, like that's what bad teams do. They find ways to lose, right? And then in yep. week and then in week two, they played against the defending Super Bowl champion Rams and they were getting their asses handed to them, of course. But then they made it a game. And then they came back and almost had a chance to win the game. That's the Rams. It took Florida State, Florida States, Jalen Ramsey to finish that game off with that pick, that badass pick that he had in the end zone. Man. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons. Go Dirty Birds. I like it. I like it. In the upset, I think that this team that they're playing this week is finally a team that's on their level. Maybe a little better, but, man, Kyle Pitts is a dog and a beast. And Yeah, Kyle Pitts is nice. And Mariota, he hasn't been that bad. I mean, like, he can move, though. So he actually extends plays. He can scramble. He gives them some chances. I'm going to go with Atlanta here, you know. At minus 104, Seahawks minus 112. So Vegas is almost telling you they don't know. Let me give you Atlanta. I'm going to give you Atlanta. Take it. Take that with a grain of salt. Here's the game of the week. Green Bay at Tampa Bay. It's the NFL's oh game of the week. America's game of the week on Fox, that is. Um, Nick, so you won't. Complain on this. I'm going to let you go first. T, just hold it down. <laughs> We're going to let Nick go here. <laughs> I'm patient. Yeah. Mm, I'm not going to lie. This is what I'm kind of struggling with. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny looking at it with, uh, you know, of course, having, you know, uh, I think they had the setup earlier, the most combined MVPs uh, in a single game. We got seven, of course, between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. And, uh, you know, both of them are, are down receivers. Brady through the injury and Rodgers due to stupidity in the front office. Um, you know, and so uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, particularly seeing as the conversation between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady has always been Aaron Rodgers' obvious talent versus Tom Brady's, uh, you know, record of success. And so to see them both enter in a game with uh, with some limited uh, options on the outside at receiver, it's, uh, it's almost kind of funny to see. It's like a litmus test for the two of them, albeit uh, Brady's, you know, 45 and Rodgers is, what, 38? Um, and so, uh, with all that being said, I'm going to go with the Bucks, um, just because I got a little more faith in, in what their defense has shown so far this year. Um, and so for that, I, I think I'll go with the Bucks. Yeah, that, that was going to be my answer too. I, I'm definitely rolling with the Bucks, uh, because they have so far, they have shown to be absolutely dominant on defense. I, I just don't think that Green Bay can make up for that since they don't have those, uh, at least that one elite receiver that they had with the Bunty Adams. 
that has proven to be a very, very big loss for them, especially when you look and see what he does on the other side over on Vegas. Uh, so I'm going to roll with the Bucks just solely based on their defense. I know that Tampa is of noting, it's worth noting that Mike Evans will be out of the game because of the suspension from the scuffle with New Orleans last week. But this is a game where I expect Julio, if he plays, to have a very big game and will very much be the Julio breakout comeback game, you know, to put everybody on notice game. So I'm going to roll with the Bucks on this one. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to make this real quick. Tom Brady still plays for the Buccaneers, right? He does. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. All right. All right, keeping it moving. Oh, guys, we never gave our Super Bowl prediction. So, real quick, if we, we heard and run this through, whoever y'all got, if y'all know, let's go ahead and say that because we haven't done it in, like, we're in week three now. Um, but, anyway, yeah, I'll take Tampa Bay as well. I won't even break down the analysis. I just think that Aaron Rodgers ain't going to beat Tom Brady uh, in Tampa Bay. Not right now, anyway. Uh, the Rams at the Cardinals. Ooh-wee, ooh-wee. NFC West. It's in Arizona, and the Cardinals are at a plus 162 at home after that stunner win, victory that they pulled off in Vegas last week, talking about rolling the dice. Um, who y'all got, guys? Uh, Terrence, I'll let you go first now. Uh, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with Arizona, man. I'm still not sold on uh, L.A.'s offense. Okay. L.A.'s offense, to me, is just a little bit behind where it needs to be. Uh, and that defense, to me, doesn't seem to be able to make up for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to roll with Arizona, who is a little bit more explosive, and they get some big plays downfield. Mm-hmm. After Kyler Murray runs around for 18 seconds. <laughs> I wish I had a chance. I wish I had taken some time to actually watch the Rams game last week um, just so I could see what Matt Stafford's throwing ability looked like. Um, in comparison, you know, what I saw week one, obviously, he had the elbow issues uh, that I felt like were still more prevalent than what the Rams wanted to tell us. Um, and so for that, it makes me a little nervous to make this pick, but I'm going to go with the Rams uh, just because I, st- I still don't have much faith in the Cardinals, albeit they did have a, a stunning comeback last week. Um, I put more of that on the Raiders than, than giving the Cardinals so quite so much credit. Um, and I think the Rams, top to bottom, are still a better team. So I'm going to go the Rams, uh, but I, I definitely see a close game. The L.A. Rams are probably the better team from top to bottom, but they struggle against the Arizona Cardinals. And for them to be in Arizona, I'm going to go with the Cardinals also. I'm with T on this one. Uh, OKM, Mr. I don't watch any film. Calamari, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go with him to take this win. And again, him and Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach, are on the hot seat. So I'm rolling with the Cardinals because they got a lot to prove. If they want that seat to, to cool off, they need to get some wins. 49ers at Broncos, Sunday night football on NBC. Who y'all got on this one? The, the, uh, oh, man, this is bad news for me. Jarvis, how about you go first on this? Uh, that seems appropriate. Well, the Niners are favored to win this thing, I see. At minus 124, Broncos plus 106. I don't like that. I don't like for my team to be favored much. Because we win a whole lot more when we're not favored. But anyway, I, I look, uh, to the Niner Empire, I want to let them know that I'm a Niner fan to heart. Don't don't get the strap. 
I love the Niners, but I've been picking the Broncos to win this game all offseason. It just sounds like a story to me, like, damn, Russell Wilson stuck it to the Niners again, you know. And then, but, but I didn't know they were going to start off this bad because they have started off pretty bad. The Broncos, I don't know what's going on, but I know, what's his name? The head coach, McThan- um, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. He's been pretty bad. He's been pretty bad. And um, you just know at some point if they're going to have a decent season or a good season, they got to get it together, and I won't be surprised if they get it together against my team on Sunday night. I'm taking the Broncos. I think my team will lose this one. I've been saying it for the longest, so I got to stick with it. Of course, I want my Niners to win. At minus 124, we should win. Jimmy Garoppolo's back. He's got a full week of practice with the starters. He should be good, right? But Russell Wilson in prime time, we get to see this again. It's just not Seattle. It's just not in Seattle. It's in mile high. Um, again, I hope my Niners win this game, but I'm going to take the Broncos just because I don't think this shit is real. Nick? Yeah, uh, go ahead. Terrence? No, no, no. No, go ahead, Terrence. Yeah, go ahead, T. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be fast. I'm rolling with the Broncos, too. I think they uh, they actually uh, attack the scoreboard this time, and I think that's, that's what San Francisco doesn't like. You know, San Francisco likes that gritty kind of our game, and I just think that Denver will maybe jump out ahead of them a little bit early and force San Francisco to kind of play outside of themselves. Uh, so I'm rolling with Denver on this one. Oh, Jarvis. You know, I think <laughs> he's gonna retire Russell Wilson. <laughs> I think before this season, I'm I'm pretty sure I probably had earmarked this as as a win for the Broncos as well. But then last week, uh, Trey Lance got hurt, and Jimmy Garoppolo once again became the starter for the 49ers. <laughs> and so because because that has happened, I'm rolling with the 49ers. I, I think this is this is a game with a lot of value to it. For those of you who uh, who may spend some time on FanDuel. It is a minus one and a half uh, um, spread on this game. I may well push that to a field goal or even a touchdown. I, I'm taking the 49ers to win it um, for for that reason and because, of, as you said, Jarvis, Daniel Hackett does not look good as a head coach. Um, the, 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 they don't seem to be gelling very well in, in Denver, whether it's him and Russell or Russell and the and the receivers. I'm not I'm not sure what's going on, but it doesn't look the way that a lot of people uh, apparently expect, and myself included, expected it to look. Uh, I'm going with San Francisco. And I hope you're right, Nick. I really do. By golly, I hope you're right. I think we're the better team, too, right now, to be honest with you. But Jimmy Ward still out uh, at safety. Uh, we're, we still, we, we're down to our third running back now. Uh, I don't know if Marlon Mack is going to play on Sunday night or not. We just signed him and, um, well, to the practice squad. But I think we've already activated him to the active roster. And then we uh, – Elijah Mitchell's down, second-year pro. Uh, and, and, and then the rookie from LSU, um, Prince Davis or whatever his name is, he's down. So, But 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 this this Mason guy, I'm hearing a lot about him from 49er fans. They say he's going to be good. We'll see. He, I don't know if he's going to get any carries or not. He hadn't got one carry, one snap. He hadn't played one snap uh, so far in this young, early season of the NFL. But... Man, the Niners are the better team, and it's, it looks like it so far. They should be winning this game. I don't know what Patrick Sertain's status is. I think he's day-to-day, and I want to say Jerry Judy is as well. And now if these guys can't suit up, my Niners are going to kick their ass. But if if these guys play with all the stuff that I've been seeing, all the heat they've been getting in the media, 
and I don't think it's real either. They, they, they'll let the Broncos win this game somehow, some way. Um, I'm not going to lie. I thought it was going to be an ass kicking, to be honest with you, before the season started. But Denver's not looking good right now, so I don't know what they got. We deserve to kick Russell Wilson's ass. We did it a lot. We did it a lot. I mean, we we did it a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's just that they would still get the win sometimes. Um and we really would whoop his ass. Like, he really didn't do anything. Marshawn Lynch would get that one big run. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks would get that flag, that penalty that, that that would really hurt us, and that would be the game. But that's neither here nor there. Man, I miss Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman and, and, Justin, <clears throat> and Justin Smith and Alden Smith and Carlos Rogers and Dante Hittner. I mean, Whitner. And Deshaun Ghost and the Hawk. Man, I miss those guys. That was a damn good defense. That's one of the best defenses to never win a championship. Like, yeah. as the young kids would say today, on God. Seriously. But anyway. No no cap. No cap. But wouldn't it be a surprise <laughs> that me and Terrence pick pick the uh pick my team to lose? And I know a lot of people are gonna get on me for that. But um you know I could care less. Uh but Nick picked my team. Ain't that something? Him and his Jimmy G stuff. He would have been cool if Jimmy G went to the Eagles before he saw what Jalen Hurts is doing right now. He was okay with them getting, acquiring Jimmy Garoppolo. He really does like this guy. I kind of. Admit it, don't you, Nick? You like him, don't you? He's not bad. You could do a lot worse. I mean, you know, I mean, Jalen Hurts wouldn't be worse at this point. But you you could do worse. (laughs) <laughs> this guy here, man, I tell you. <laughs> Glad to have Nicky on the show. And then nostalgia. All right, we, we're done. We're pretty much done. Cowboys at Giants on Monday night, and we can get up out of here. Uh, Cooper, hanging with Mr. Cooper, Rush, is going to MetLife Stadium. And the Giants are 2-0. and oh. And Daniel Jones, he's got a little swag now. Saquon Barkley, he's feeling himself again. He's back, and they're playing for money. The Giants are at home against the Cowboys. How is this game going to go? How is this game going to go? Um, the Giants will be 3-0 Ooh. after this game. Ooh. Uh, and, and be the surprise talk of the league. Ooh, that sure will be a surprise for them to be 3-0, and yes. I was, yeah. I was leaning that way. Um, obviously, this is a vision game. You know, neither one of them is a team I'm necessarily a fan of, though obviously I do have a little more animus towards the Cowboys. Uh, but I heard some information earlier today that uh, I was watching, um, I think it was First Take, or, or uh, I can't remember if it was Shannon or Stephen A., so it was either First Take or um, Undisputed. But apparently, um, Lawrence Taylor is going to be at the game. And Lawrence Taylor is obviously the the guy that uh, Michael Parsons is most often compared to. And so I I think that may be a situation where Michael Parsons is going to have a great game. Um, You know, seeing the guy that obviously, you know, many could consider the greatest defensive player of all time. Some even say the greatest football player of all time. Um, And so for him to be able, you know, be able to actually know that Lawrence Taylor is there watching him in person, I think it's a chance that Michael Parsons could go insane. I mean, you may be looking at a 3-4 Maybe even five set game from him. So uh, as say, much as I hate to say it, I think I'm gonna take the Cowboys to win this one. Ooh, how many sacks did you say? I mean, it, it, I, I, I can see where it get bad. Three, four, maybe even five. I mean, he he could, he yeah. could eat. Yeah, 
Hey, I'm not gonna lie to you, Nick. I'm, I'm gonna have to roll with you on this one, man. Uh, Michael Parsons, that's a bad boy. That is a superstar. And um, <laughs> look, hanging with Mr. Cooper, he showed me some Brady like. He he had some Brady syndrome going on 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 last Sunday. Like he did it. He did what he had to do to get that win, and he got that win against the Cincinnati Bengals, the defending AFC champions. I'm going with the Cowboys too, man. Just because, like, they look – the defense I've said all along, when we asked a few weeks ago after week one and Dak went down, we said, are the Cowboys season over? And Nick said yes. Terrence said yes. A lot of people said hell yes. And I said, well, hold up. What if they do this? Or what if they do that? Now, of course, they didn't go for Lamar Jackson, which would have been great. And I didn't know that they were going to immediately say after our episode that – Dak is coming back sooner than expected, and they're not going for any quarterback. All right, cool. But Coop, Coop is all right. He's all right. He's not bad. And it doesn't take much to improve or upgrade over Dak because that's who's holding the Cowboys back. I'm going <laughs> I'm going with the Cowboys as much as I'm kind of trying to feel the Giants and Dabo because I like Dabo, Dabo or whatever his name is. But I, I like him. And, I, and the team, I just still think that, hey, they beat the Carolina Panthers. That's not saying much. They beat Baker Mayfield. And then in week one, they beat the Tennessee Titans. And the Titans, I thought week one just wasn't ready for it. But the Titans just might not be that good either. So how the Giants really beat anybody yet? I think not. Ah, as Skip Bayless, Jimmy Johnson, Jerry Jones, and all of them would say, I got to take Dallas, man. How about them Cowboys? They may win this one. But that's it. That's it, guys. We're Me and Nick is taking Dallas, and uh, that's Monday Night Football. And at minus 102 or minus 116, that's still a pretty good parlay if you put it in with something else that's going on on Monday. I would advise you to wait for that Monday game until Monday. Um, we get to chasing these bets, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes. We have all our, all our parlays laid out our prop bets and everything. And what happens is on Sunday in those early games, we may lose and we get crazy and we just try to go, you know, in panic mode, hurrying up and we just rush to making these three o'clock game bets. And then we get all sidetracked and we do the wrong things because we're just trying to make back what we've lost. Yeah. Let's, let's bet responsibly and 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 listen to the great debate show because we will drop a few jewels. We have a few goodies every now and then. And when Terrence Smith tells you an upset is coming, I'm just saying you may want to you may want to listen because he was damn near four for four last week. I mean, like he hit a few of them though, and like they weren't expected to really happen, but they did. So look out. When Terry says something in an upset, man, you may want to listen to that. He's very credible. And then, you know, you've got me and some of my takes and my theories. They've proven to be right at times, more than not. But it's early. I don't really do any gambling until after week four. I don't know why I've started early this season, but it is what it is. Guys, we've, gave, we've given you every game of week three, and we've also already broke down the Steelers at the Browns, and the Browns won that game. That's it. That's pretty much it for the show. That's all we have. We've got basketball news and updates that we're going to start bringing you back starting next week. We're going to give you more updates on May. Um, 
I said Mayweather. Mayweather is fighting Saturday, you all. That's why I said it. But I don't. Uh-huh. I apologize. I'm not watching that either. He's another exhibition somewhere in Japan or somewhere. I'm not sure. But that's neither here nor there. I meant to say Crawford and Spence. We'll keep giving you updates on that as they progress. And um, whatever else is breaking, you know. Uh, college football Saturday. We need to start going live, guys, on some of these Saturdays. And uh, because uh, you guys are alumni of Ole Miss, and I, we 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 want, we want to do some live coverage there. Uh, Eat Green is probably going to be at Ole Miss uh, coming up in uh, a few Saturdays in October, and uh, maybe the Great Debate Show will go live at Ole Miss campus. Who knows? But Terrence and Nick, they are very familiar with their campus, and I think we should start doing more uh, college football talk and talking about Ole Miss along with Mississippi State. And uh, my boy Prime down in Jackson State University. We've got so much more to come on the Great Debate Show. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. We thank you for listening. Download and subscribe. Week three of the NFL is underway. And I hope everybody enjoy their games on Sunday, Sunday night, and Monday as well. Guys, anything that you need to say or leave us with before we finish this show? Hey, that's it. That's it for my end. Just uh, like you said earlier, you guys bet responsibly, mm-hmm. and uh, hey, let's all get that money. That's right. Eagles and Ravens, Eagles and Rebels both finished this weekend still undefeated. So, either way, I'll be happy. Eagles and who? Eagles and uh, Rebels. Ole Miss. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hey, well, now what are you all now? Uh, is it? Uh, I, I think it's in the twenties, twenty-one, twenty-two. Or is it better than that? Uh, oh, me. It was 20 as of last week. I don't know what it is this week. Okay. okay. Uh, I, think, I think we're 16. 16 now. Okay. Shout out to Ole Miss. Shout out to Ole Miss. Okay. No, you guys are proud. All right. Um, and he just had to remind us that the Eagles are still undefeated in this early 2-0 season. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I said? You see, you hear the arrogance, right? <laughs> Ladies, It'll be 3-0 this week, so it's all good. Well, it better be. Ooh, it damn sure better be. Oh, oh man, are you going to hear it from me? I'm going to turn into Stephen uh, A. I'm going to turn into Stephen A. Smith or somebody <laughs> like, it's going to be like, the man. Mitigating call. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to treat you like you mad, dog, or somebody. You better hope they win. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't – look, hey, man, again, Jalen Hurts, you got yourself a quarterback, I believe, bro. I really do. And I didn't know he was the only thing that was, like, Clouding my judgment on how good the Eagles could be. I think y'all got a quarterback, man. If that's the case, yes. Which was on the Great Debate Show on Facebook. Type in the search bar, The Great Debate Show. And you can join in, chime in on some of the greatest debates of the day during the week with us. I posted, can the Eagles win the NFC? And Nick, I'm not going to lie, man. I think you got a chance, even though... You're probably more worried about my Niners with Jimmy G. I think we were more of a threat with Trey. And uh, now, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it looks like you all could be hosting us in a playoff game. I don't know. It's still early in the season. But uh, old Jimmy G, you know, he's reliable now. He is reliable. And we'll see. I think it's going to be a good season for us still, but – I'm impressed with what I saw, man, and I'm not easily impressed. That's why I keep telling you this, Nick. I'm not easily impressed. Jalen Hurts did everything right from what I saw on Monday night. Again, 
The Vikings stayed in the two-shell cover two defense. They never made any adjustments. So it's kind of easy to just keep it begin to be like practice. But not trying to discredit him or that offense because that team is good. And um, I think the Vikings were just scared. So staying in that was just their way of keeping everything in front of them for the most part, even though uh, Watkins or somebody still ate their ass up. All right, guys, that's it. It's the Great Debate Show. Uh, Terrence, Nick, you say you don't have anything else. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, all right. Incredible catch by George Pickens tonight, by the way. I don't know if y'all saw that. That was good. That was good. It was. T, T did you see that? I actually missed the catch. I saw headlines about it, but I was too busy trying to find out if I had. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was very. Uh, o- very Odellish. OBJ ish. Yes, it was. It was close. It was close. Not quite, but it was definitely close. Uh, who does? I probably still OBJ. Still give OBJ's the, the nod, especially saying it was a touchdown. Yeah. And he got interfered with on it, but uh, but this this was definitely a nice one for George mm-hmm. Pickens. That was it was pretty nasty. It was. It was. If he can get a quarterback that can that can chuck it to him more, he's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Shout the Steelers. Shout out to the Steelers fans. Uh okay. But look, seriously though, that's it. We're done. Um Yeah, I have nothing else. It's gonna be a good Sunday, we hope. And we're all gonna cash in and we're gonna talk about it and be very braggadocious on uh the next episode. We will be back, ladies and gentlemen, on a Tuesday. And as far as the wrestling, we will be back at you, me and Terrence, on Sunday because we got a lot of good stuff, a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of good stuff with wrestling. All right, that's it. It's a wrap. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us right now, and we appreciate it. Thank you. Good night. Good day. Hope everybody has a great Friday. Fantastic Friday. Be safe. Peace.